JD Talking Sports. It is Columbus Day 2021. My my uh, Scott in Vegas had to tag me and call me out on Facebook because he says, well, I'm doing the podcast. And I said that Alabama would crush Texas A&M because Alabama has won 100 straight games against unranked opponents. And he's 24-0 against his assistant. Jimbo Fisher was an assistant on the 2003 LSU National Championship team. So, of course, I wonder if they're 18-point favorite. And they lost 41-38 well. When you have first and goal to three and you throw three straight, three straight passes, that means you don't trust a running game that has been the staple of Bama's national championship teams. They lost the game. They went from one to five. Georgia's number one. Is Georgia the number one team in the country? I don't know. Is Iowa number the, the number two team in the country? No. Iowa is a very fundamentally sound team. But if they need points, they're not going to get it. I'm not impressed with that offense. I think the defense is good. They were down 17-3 to Penn State. Steve Clifford went out, and they ended up winning 23-20 just because they had a backup quarterback who could. That's the thing, depth, 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 depth. You need depth. If you don't have it, if you don't have a good backup, backup quarterback. Calzado for Texas A&M came in in the Colorado game, won that game, and their first big win of the season, of, of, the, not of the season and of their tenure, this is the thing. Texas A&M beat Alabama with Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football. And they didn't go anywhere in that. They didn't go to a big bowl game, and they never took it to the next level. And I still don't feel Jimbo Fisher has a team at Texas A&M. They, got, they said they got his signature win, but this is the difference between good and great teams. Great teams can have a bad week and come back and bounce back and have be consistent throughout the season. They can have bumps in the road, but consistently they're going to win the games over the course of the season. Whereas programs that have that supposed signature win, if you watch... They usually have a letdown the next week or a couple weeks later, and that season where they have that great win doesn't turn into a magical season for them and doesn't lead to seasons in the future where they have great seasons. So I'm not I, – I, 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 I give props. I did take Alabama to blow them out, and they were favored by 8.5. I don't know who anybody who took Texas A&M to win the game. I mean, probably Aggie fans, whatever. And I'm going to keep doing those picks. I picked the Jets and Giants to get blown out last week. They won. I did not pick this week's games. But the Jets were down 17-0, should have been 24-0. And what the, the, the tight end for the Falcons, whose name escapes me, I see his, I see his face. I see he, he fumbled it in the red zone. They ended up getting a couple scores. But at one point, in the third, late third quarter, the Jets, Denzel Mims had the most catches on the Jets, one catch for 27 yards. And they, their leading rusher, Michael Carter Ross, had another touchdown. 38 rushing yards. That's not going to win many games. And when your leading pass catcher has four catches, 45 yards, you're not winning many games. And I think he had 65 yards. Sorry, I'm a little congested today. When you're leading, when, when your quarterback has 65 yards passing, gets his ninth interception of the season, and they said he was missing on player. I got the whole thing with my buddy Harris yesterday. I said, I'm not impressed with Daniel Jones. And I know he got knocked out, got slammed in the ground yesterday, and he got a concussion. And seven of your 11 starters on offense are since week one are now on the injured list and you had Galladay go off the knee you had Daniel Jones got with concussion you had Kadarius Tony who had 10 touches for 169 yards and then at the end of the game gets pissed off and punches somebody in the face and gets ejected dude you're a professional football player guys are going to get in your face deal with it get the fuck over it but I got a whole thing with Harris yesterday because I have not seen Daniel Jones take that step if you watch the Bills game last night and you watch Josh Allen, who Harris said he wanted them to take. If you looked at Josh Allen from year one to year two to year three, and yesterday with that crazy 
lightning storm. The second half didn't start until 11.15 at night. And before you knew it, I saw a pick six, and I saw a Chiefs team that looked off the whole entire game, and the Bills came to play, which I didn't... Bills hadn't played anybody this year, but the defense is playing lights out, and the offense has been playing great. And they're play, But it is only... We're talking five weeks into a season where we only have one undefeated team left. And I wasn't... Arizona did not have their A game yesterday. And Trey Lance, somebody put he's a non-quarterback playing quarterback because of his throwing motion. He had four passes batted down, which was the most by a Niners quarterback in 10 years. Okay, Trey Lance, Shanahan is a quarterback guru. I think he saw something in Trey Lance that I don't think he's a non-quarterback quarterback. But I wasn't impressed at all. They didn't look good yesterday, the Niners. But I'm, I'm getting back to my point. The Chiefs, they blitzed Mahomes once in what, 53, 57 attempts last night. They got a pick six, and they only had one gain, one one gain of 20 and 20, 20 plus yards, the Chiefs. And that's, Chiefs are always about explosive plays. The Bills came to play. The Bills, McDermott has that team play. And Josh Allen is playing. And that's what I was telling her. I do not see, I do not see Danny Dimes doing things that I'm like, wow. He's really doing great things out there, and he's really making progress. And he, th- he said he's still going to be good. He thinks they're going to be great next year. I said, what's great next for the next year for the Giants? Because for the last three years, they're 16 and 37, I think. Six, I mean, you're not talking. They're one and four. They're at, basically, he thinks Joe Judge is a good coach. I don't know. I, I feel Daniel Jones has been through different coaching staffs, different coaches coordinators you have Jason Garrett who shouldn't be in the NFL doing anything anymore and he's your offensive coordinator I would be nervous about the future and I don't see uh, a light at the end of the tunnel for the for the Giants I think that Zach Wilson was thrown to the wolves right off the bat you got a new coach in Salah now he said do you see them what do you see him in five years I said I hope in I hope in four or five years they're 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 playing meaningful playoff games am I I never have said they're going to win a championship I don't think Zach Wilson is the guy I'm still not impressed with him. I think he came in, and I know we, we these guys got to show instant, but I want to see progressions year to year, and I don't see that in Daniel Jones. I've seen some good games, but I haven't seen consistency game in and game out where he's playing great every single game. Gumbo Chef joining the house as we speak. Gumbo Chef, love you, buddy. And yeah, and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep making my bold predictions because Bama to me had a bad day, and they on the road they lost to a a, a, a ramped up Texas A&M team, and it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. And Saban was about to was going to lose to an assistant. So now he's twenty four and one against his assistants. He gets Mississippi State on the road next week. He's going to be foaming at the mouth. And the SEC is the toughest conference. SEC is like playing NFL football week in and week out because every week somebody is going to is going to especially the, you're playing the, the you're playing the national champions. Every team is bringing their A game every week. And the, Alabama is a great team where they're going to be caught. Listen, they were caught off guard. They still only lost by three points. It wasn't like they got, you know, listen, they were down by 14. They were down late. They kept coming back. They get a blocked punt, get a touchdown, and they go. And then Texas A&M gets a 96-yard kickoff return on the next play. And they still come back and 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 uh, and, uh, and take the lead. And, you know, we were talking about, Harrison and I talking about NFL teams. Justin Herbert, that's why I compared Danny Dimes, Justin Herbert. I'm sorry. Justin Herbert's on his second coach in two years, whole new offensive coordinator, whole new coaching staff and whatever, and he just keeps getting better and better and better. So that's why, well, he he would say, well, you know, it's the coaching staff. How come I think Herbert is making great strides and he has the talent. Supposedly the Giants have a lot of receiving talent. How come I don't see the same thing when I watch 
Daniel Jones everything. I don't watch Daniel Jones and I see, wow, that's greatness. I see Justin Herbert play and I see greatness. I don't see that in Daniel Jones. I don't see even close to that in Daniel Jones. Okay, great. He can run the ball, whatever. And they say he throws a beautiful ball, but I don't see it all the time. And I'm not like, wow, wow. I'm just like, okay. And I, you know, this, you know, what's awesome. This podcast is going to have to end the next like five to six minutes because, because Michigan, Michigan's mom's in town. As I told you, it was the unveiling of her father. Now she's coming home with her mom to eat. So this is a this is going to be a truncated, truncated. JD Talking Sports Strategy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube. Follow follow me at TikTok. Subscribe, rate me on iTunes. Write write a review. Also on YouTube, I only have four subscribers. I need a thousand to be live on YouTube, which I would really like. There was other things I wanted to talk about. What, what's going to happen with Aaron Boone? The Giants and Jets, not that not, not great yesterday. What did I watch over the week? We watched Michigan won a very close game against Nebraska and Nebraska. Nebraska hasn't beaten a ranked team since 2016. How the mighty have fallen. I'm not impressed with Scott Frost at all. And Michigan State has a transfer from Wake Forest, who had a, who another 200-yard game. And for the first time ever, Michigan and Michigan State are both 6-0. Michigan is off this week. I think they play Northwestern next week. And then they meet Michigan State in two weeks. But you have top 10. You have Iowa. You have Iowa 2. I want to make sure I get this right. Iowa 2. You have Iowa 2. You have Oklahoma 3, which Texas, their worst we're up 28-7. We had 38 points at the half, 38-20, and they ended up losing to Texas. What was it? 51-44, 51-40. They ended up losing, which is freaking crazy. 28-7, their worst. They had never lost after being up by 21 points. And against in the Red River shootout, they ended up blowing that game, which really sucks for Hal. And I was like, Hal, dude, you got to win those games. You, you score 38 points in the first half, you have to win those goddamn games. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Also... Tyson Fury was not in good shape at all. Did you see the love handles on him? But he is a monster. He just keeps punching, 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 punching. And Wilder, I don't know how he came back, and he ended up getting knocked out in the 10th round, I think. But that's, I mean, what a fight. And Wilder got it. Wilder knocked him down twice. Fury is the only guy I've ever seen get knocked down twice and didn't look that hurt. I mean, they said he was hurt, but he wasn't really that hurt. And I was like, wow, Fury, I don't know how anybody could beat him. He's just, he's a monster. He is huge, and he take can take a punch, gets knocked down, get back up. But I give Wilder props and whatever. But that's his. He, he can't beat him. That's his whale. That's his white whale. He's never gonna beat him. That's never gonna happen. But hey, what are you gonna do? I was like, wow, that is unbelievable. That game. And someone wrote something funny. So Mississippi State beat Texas A&M, who beat Alabama. Mississippi State beat NC State, who beat Clemson. Mississippi State is the greatest team of all time of sorts. And went, uh, over the, oh, in the spring, Jimbo Fisher on Nick Saban this spring said, we're going to beat his ass when he's there. Don't worry. And Saban's response said, in golf? <laughs> and this was Alabama loss to an unranked, unranked team for the first time since using, falling to Louisiana Monroe in 2007, Saban's first year. Notre Dame, now the leader of the nation's longest streak, had won just, uh, has won just 36 straight versus unranked opponents. And they were down 29-22. 29-21, they had to get a touchdown Two-point conversion and a field goal at the end to win at Vatek. Notre Dame overrated. Treetop, you can say whatever you want. I know you're a fan, but Notre Dame is is overrated every goddamn year. Every year. 
I am not impressed at all with him. And it was Jimbo Fisher's 56th birthday. Which I'm 52. He looks like he's like 10, 15 years older than I am. Yeah. And A&M joined Auburn and Ole Miss as teams to beat Alabama multiple times since the Aggies joined the SEC in 2012. As you notice, Auburn won a national championship with Cam Newton. That's it. Ole Miss hasn't even hasn't even played in. Yeah, they played in one major bowl game, but they haven't done really. And they, they even sniffed the college football playoff. And they beat Arkansas because Arkansas went for two and missed it. So Ole Miss beat, Ar- Ole Miss beat Arkansas 52-51. And AP number one teams had won 106 straight games against unranked opponents since Oregon State beat number one USC on September 25th, 2000, 2008. We got to get right to trivia questions because Michigan is in the house. And I just wanted to do a quick show before they came home. I'll try to do another one in the near future. But hold on. Here's trivia questions. I know they're trying to be quiet, but it doesn't matter. They can come in. I'm, I'm okay with it. That's why we do the show live, because we can do trivia questions and all that stuff. Okay, great. Now Shazam is on here. Dun, 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 dun. Let's get to trivia questions for last show. Oh, and the Kraken are playing on Tuesday night. First NHL game. I'm very excited. ESPN is taking over coverage. That's going to be a lot of fun. So here's trivia questions for last show. Last show trivia question. Uh, okay. Who has the NBA record for most consecutive losses when scoring 40 or more points in an NBA game? Bradley Beal, 10, and passed Walt, Walt, Walter Bellamy with 9 and Wilt with 8. Today's trivia question. Who was the last NFL player to win the MVP in his final season of his career? Who is the last NFL player to win the MVP award in his final season of his NFL career? Send my love to Mrs. S, who's in the house these days, but she's leaving town. Michigan, my parents. Yeah, the parents met yesterday. It was very exciting. I had a nice, some nice locks. Uh, Rhonda, Gumbo Chef, thanks for being on the show. Peace out, everybody. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Adios.